gonna ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. <laughs> well said. All right, my friends, it's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. This much is fucking good at social dynamics and relationships. That's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken right from the YouTube live sesh. I opened it up to questions on dating, relationships, social dynamics, anything in the world of human interaction. So you guys can join those live sessions over on YouTube basically every Friday, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time, for the time being anyway. Now, if you guys would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics every Friday, you can sign up to the free weekly email newsletter, The Bowl Sip. Every week, I send out a free article on Fridays. That's actually taking me quite a bit of time to write nowadays. They used to be pretty quick, but now I go real deep into them. I also use it as a way to update the resources of wisdom, which you guys can find at boldojo.com. So any quotes I found that week, uh, any music, updates to the Panda Emperor Sexy Time playlist or the We Take 9000 playlist, you know, all those things, anime, documentaries, movies, anything that's going to the resources of wisdom, you can stay up to date with that through the bowl sip so all you have to do to sign up to it is just head to boldojo.com slide your email in and then check your inbox for the confirmation email and also for all emails going forward if you don't think you've received it on friday just check your promotions folder in gmail or your spam folder in outlook etc because basically any email that has links in it gets automatically thrown into the uh, promotions thing so if you don't think you got it, just check those folders, okay? Now, if you guys are looking to dive into a little bit of deeper educational content, you can head over to boldoja.com and number one, pick up the brand new guided meditation, Eternal Energy. It's a deep dive into who you are and a guiding hand into evolving beyond. Featuring five tracks. Number one, cultivating your scented energy. Number two, revealing your darkness. Number three, creating your light. Number four, unlocking your sexual flow. And finally, wrapping things up with the fifth track, One Energy returning you back to the hole. It took me a solid two months to produce that bad boy and it's an absolute journey. So if you would like to dive into something a lot deeper, go ahead and pick that up at boldoja.com. Along with that, if you are looking to get your day game sorted, your social dynamics sorted, if you've been walking down the street and you're seeing a beautiful woman, you just don't know what the hell to do with yourself, well then I've got you covered there as well. Adam's Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game eBook is also available at boldoja.com. Quick action guide. Most importantly, it is not a sit in your chair at home and read and then go hmm that sounds theoretically reasonable you need to actually get out there and apply that's what it's intended to be used when i created it it was meant to be something you go out with come home with reference with in terms of real world action it just doesn't really make sense until you're actually going out there and meeting people so that's what it's intended for you want to use it as your uh, teacher as your guide as your kind of pseudo adam along your journey. Along with that, I highly recommend pairing up a 30-day challenge with it. Anyone who buys the ebook, you just need to check your emails within 24 to 48 hours afterwards. I personally email basically everyone with a little tips for the ebook. And in that email, I recommend you get on a 30-day challenge and pair that with the ebook. Uh, it's just it harkens back to how I got my journey and how I corrected my life at the beginning, corrected my social freedom, freedom of choice in my dating life came through the 30-day challenge it's powerful so that's what i highly recommend and if you guys want more uh information on the 30-day challenge i often drop links in that email as well and then finally for those that are really looking to dive deeper create action plans bust through their limiting beliefs i do offer one-on-one -on -one skype coaching 
the bowl inside is probably the best way to go, which is for my deeper level clients who sign up to packages. Packages are completely customizable to you based on frequency, based on volume. But basically what bowl inside members get over once off Skype sessions is number one, priority messaging. They get access to my private WhatsApp number and within 24 hours, I will respond to them outside of Australian weekends based on anything. They need feedback on a situation they're dealing with this girl, this guy, family members, business relationships, etc. Want to check that text conversation, want to send me that audio, I'm going to be there for them. The second benefit Bowl Insiders get is priority bookings, which basically means you get fast-tracked that if you want to get in a session today and maybe someone was 50-50 about it, well, you get that session. You get your session times prioritized above everyone else. And especially for my clients uh, around the world with arranging time zones, it proves to be quite beneficial. So if you are interested in diving into the Bowl Inside packages, then you can just hit me up at bowldojo.com. In the product section, you find all the links there and actually the links to everything I've just spoken about, guided meditation, ebook, all at bowldojo.com. Just hit the product section and I'll see you soon. Now, if you guys would like to support this channel directly, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link. You can do this two ways. Number one, on bowldojo.com, in the Bouldojo podcast section, there's actually a donate straight through the website uh, link right in that section there. So you guys can get that. Or you can also just go straight to PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui, and you can donate anything that you wish. And I just want to say that whether you donate through the Super Chat on YouTube or you do it directly through the website or PayPal, anything that you donate is so greatly appreciated. It just helps keeping this show going. It lets me know that you guys truly value it. So thank you so much for all that have donated in the past and for all that will in the future. Anthony Kanchesta. And with all that being said, let's finally dive into social Q&A live. Yosha! So guys, give me a green flag progression. What would have been the next best move uh, for Alpha my man here? Instead of attempting to brew his tea too soon. You know, what would have been a good temperature rise? What would have been a good temperature rise instead of just flaming it up and burning the gas? Okay, we get our first answer up here from Richie Jr. Uh, Richo. Richo comes up and saying, suggest her to sit on his knee. And do what, Richie? Suggest that he sits, that she sits on his knee and they make out, suggest that she sits on his knee and they have sex. It's too aloof, too general. I need specifics there to give you a gold medal because it's neither here nor there. As you're missing, that's half a sentence. I need, the, I, need, I need the other half. I'll give you guys a moment. It's not hard. It's, it shouldn't be hard. Richie says, yeah, make out. Yeah, make out. Okay. Uh, no, incorrect. That would have been another misreading of the temperature because Richie, you got to comprehend here. How's he feeling? Remember, Richie, how's he feeling? Cold, clammy, uncomfortable. Cold, clammy, uncomfortable. Do you think that's a good scenario to go into a makeout with? Now, we already know she's down. We already know that she's really into him, really attracted to him, but that's that doesn't mean anything. Like, that's irrelevant. She could be literally naked in front of him and if he's feeling cold, clammy, and uncomfortable, well, then we've got some things to address. So I make out incorrect. That's okay. Have another think. Satya comes in saying, and spank her, just joking. Oh, in a follow-on of Richie. Uh, watch a movie 
or something non-sexual. Ah, satire, satire, very interesting. Because that's actually what he said in our coaching session. He goes, when I said to him, because I, of course, asked him the same question. It's a coaching session. I go help him to find his own answer. And he goes, I said to him, so instead of making that huge jump and complete misread of temperature, what would have been the right, what would have been a good raise of temperature, yet still not forcing you into uncharted levels of uncomfortability? And he goes, very similar to you, oh, I should have just watched, you know, watched a movie or do something completely different, right? And I'm like, I'm like, no, no. Because there's something much better. While that's not bad, it's not going to make you any more uncomfortable. But what's going to happen during that movie? Satir. If he's already gone through his makeouts on the couch, she's already indicated extreme sexual intent to him. And they're on the bed, they're in that situation. He just, he, he's feeling though that I'm uncomfortable and he takes your advice and goes, and also that's what his best guess was as well, in reflection, at first chance anyway, was, oh, go watch a movie. What's going to happen when you're watching that movie? Are you just going to all of a sudden be able to ignore her extreme sexual energy? Are you going to be able to ignore the fact that you're extremely uncomfortable, that you're not feeling it? What's the principle here, Satir? A distraction is not a good idea. It needs to be addressed. So while you haven't given us a new red flag, you also haven't given us a green flag. Like, while your move isn't, your move gets us nowhere. Going and watching a movie gets us nowhere. It only maintains his level of uncomfortability. So that's why you're incorrect. However, I like that, uh, I like, uh, that you're thinking. I like that you're thinking. And also, by the way, he also, that was his first guess as well. Uh, and he also understood why now, actually, yeah, that's probably no good idea because it doesn't progress, doesn't progress anything. It's a distraction. So, <clears throat> who we got up in here? Jay comes in saying, I had a day to reach this point and I just held her hands and we breathed in the other. I had a day to reach this point and I just held her hands and we breathed in the other. Both, uh, sorry, and he then went on to say, before spontaneously flowing into sensual kissing and progressing. Well done, Jay. Now, Jay... Jay is just giving his experience. He hasn't given an answer. So I'm saying well done for him being able to do that in his own experience. Uh, so I'm going to pause that there. Ben Hyland coming in saying the Disney movie play. Uh, incorrect. And you're incorrect as Ben, as you can see, for the same reason as Satir. Um, distracting yourself from your uncomfortability is never the right idea. It only is going to manifest it even more. It's going to make you feel even more uncomfortable. Uh, Hercules comes in here saying, Slowly building innocent yet subconscious tension because it creates a setting where both people can be put into a state that will lead to infinite cloud state. Ooh, I like that you mentioned the infinite cloud state because we're going to get to that later on. But when you say slowly building innocent yet subconscious tension, what does that look like? These are great words, but you haven't given me any specifics as to what one of the other guys did in the chat earlier. How Richie, Richie didn't give me any specifics. So that's great. Like some great words that you give me there, but that means nothing for the real world play. You're going to tell me what the real world play is. Okay. Have a think about it. Satir coming in saying, I have no idea then. Good. Good. That's okay. Richie coming in. Richo. The old Richo. So I didn't know the context of story then my bad. Well, if, well, if he's feeling cold and clammy, 
then why doesn't he just call it a night and address the actual issue? Well, then Richard, it depends on what you mean by call it a night. Because how can you call it a night and address the issue at the same time? At least if you interpret calling it a night as leaving her, because that's how most people would interpret what you just said. Hmm. Okay, Jay coming in saying he should cool her down so he can warm her up again at his pace. It's funny, Jay. It's funny. It's really funny that you say that, actually, because you. What's amazing is that when you weren't even attempting to give me an answer, you gave the correct answer. But then when you just attempted to give me an answer, you gave me the incorrect answer. <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay, so. So, Jay, I'll help you out here. It's good, though. I like that you're thinking, I like that your mind is moving. So Jay had initially said, let's just wrap up this perspective here because we'll wrap it up on this, this point particularly. I said, when did the first red flag begin? Okay, when does the mother of red flags begin? Uh, Jay had guessed it happened a little bit further on, not quite. Ben had helped us nail it down to, okay, so actually it was when he made a huge jump from just sitting on the bed acoustic guitar to sexual massage. Well, now Ben knows it was a sexual massage. Not just sensual. That's a huge jump. It's too much of a jump. His temperature's not there. He's not reading his temperature correctly. Hers is there, 100%. She's, she, was, she was asking him for it. But he's still feeling really cold, clammy, uncomfortable inside. So what's he doing there? He's forcing the temperature. Is that ever going to be a good idea? No, absolutely not. Do you think forcing anything is ever going to create a loose state of mind or a loose state of body? Absolutely not. Just whoosh, 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 just tighter and tighter and tighter. In the mind, in the body, tight mind, tight body, as we discussed last week. So then I ask you, okay, so so when really what? Okay, so what what would have been a good a good progression? What would have been a correct reading of the temperature, a nice steady raising of the temperature on his part that keeps things progressing? Some of you guys were a little far off in thinking that oh, just distract himself, or just leave the situation altogether. Nope, doesn't address the issue, and actually only prolongs the issue depending on which answer you chose there, but. What's interesting is that the only correct answer was not actually an answer. <laughs> and then when the, the very guy who gave that an, that non-answer, when he did give me an answer, was actually correct. So what do I mean by that? Jay, when you said I had a day to reach this point and I just held her hands and we breathed in the other. Yes, sir. That's it. That's it. But, Jay, I can't give you a full gold because then when you actually gave, gave me an answer, you said he should cool her down so he can warm her up again at his pace. Uh, completely incorrect. I would not recommend. I would not recommend in the least. Uh, if she, remember, if you, I think you've been in this chat the entire time. You should never stifle a woman's sexuality. It is rare enough in this world to find a feminine being that is fully in touch and in tap with her sexual connection. Just because you're not operating on the same level of free flow mind state, infinite cloud, physiologically jelly, just because you're not at the same temperature as her sexually doesn't mean that you need to cool her down. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because most women are, for the most part, extremely empathetic least in relation to men, especially in a sexual space. Most women, it's, real life isn't like Pornhub.com. Real life isn't like bang bros where there's fucking college kids with their red cups just yelling around 
the uh, the yelling at parties and shit and trying to get random drug girls to suck each other, suck guys off. And, you know, that's not real life, right? Real life is that most girls, especially if they're in tune with their sexual feminine energy, are more than willing to give a guy who's uncomfortable, unconfident, a little bit traumatized from his previous, holding on to his previous experiences, holding on to those scars. Most women will be just happy to stay at their boiling point, stay at their 100, stay at their 100 degrees, and allow you the time to rise. So Jay, I gotta, I gotta make sure I'm, I'm going hard on you because you said it, but I'm also reiterating this for everyone else. If you, if if a woman is at a much higher temperature than you, you by no means should attempt to cool her down. Now that's from your perspective, but from her perspective, right? If you attempt to cool her down, what are you communicating to her, Jay? You're communicating that it's not acceptable where she's at. That for whatever the reason may be, whether you're trying to do it for an albeit good or bad reason, the, what she receives is that you don't like this, that this isn't good for you. And so you're attempting to curtail her natural sexual energy just because you're not there. I, I don't see how you could ever see that as a positive thing, and I'll never recommend anyone do that. However, Jay, now that I hope you understand that, and if you don't, then you've got to do a lot of meditating on that. But the beginning of what you said was beautiful, which is why I said is that, but I can't still, still can't give you a gold medal for it because it wasn't actually an answer. When you said it was just your experience, but what Jay did within his experience is the correct answer. When Jay said that he had a day two where he got to this point, I think he's reiterating that he was uncomfortable with her. Her temperature was a lot higher than his. And he said that he just held her hands and he breathed in each other, breathed in the other. Jay said the key word there, the key word that underpins all of this, that if you're looking for the number one when it comes to controlling sexual pace, in terms of setting your intent for sexual pace, staying true to the intent of your sexual pace, in terms of when you realize that she's at a completely different temperature, way hotter than me, and that I need time to rise, instead of diverting, aka going and watching a movie or doing something else, even though you're feeling super uncomfortable, which is only going to prolong the super uncomfortability because you're not addressing it, okay? Or to completely extricate yourself from the situation, which then just is running away from the situation, which only prolongs again the uncomfortability within you and it's going to stem it into the next experience. No, 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 no. If you can sit there with her and just breathe. Just like that. And so what, if he's my client, and he was my client, so now I can actually say it. <laughs> I'm just so used to saying if he was my client, he was. So what I schooled him on was this. And he, and because he knows, it, he goes, oh shit, I should have just breathed with her. I'm like, yeah. It was such a jump for you to go from acoustic guitar to sexual naked coconut oil massage. But it's like, you haven't even breathed together. And I said this to him. How much time have you two spent breathing together yet? And he goes, oh, none. And I'm like, was this your first ever sexual experience together? He's like, yeah. Was this the first time you guys ever kissed? Yeah. So why did you have to go to coconut oil massage so soon? You guys haven't even spent any time breathing together. Now, let me, let me fucking nail this. So I mentioned before about how I overcame my own sexual dysfunction and erectile dysfunction when I had to own up and I had to face my ego. And I said to that girl, I said, listen, this is what happened with the last three or four girls. Wasn't able to get an erection. 
and I got so stressed. I got so tense about it. I was rushing it. I was, when we, you know, I remember that first woman straight from the river making out to the bus, back to my place, said I was going to wash the Lion King, didn't wash the Lion King, took her straight into my bedroom, tried to take clothes off and just, just fried, system fried. Couldn't get an erection. Never felt more terrible. Next interaction, same thing, rushing it, but then thinking. Not as, not as rushed, at least learn from the rushing, but thinking. So much thinking, so much maneuvering, so much trying to work it out, so concerned with the erection. Is it there? Is it not there? And so that when I'm making out with the girl, am I actually making out with her? No, I'm not. I'm thinking to myself. I'm not even there with her. Not even there with her. Not even present in the moment with her. And so with the next couple of interactions, same thing. And so when with this girl, I said to her, listen, that was what happened with you the other night. Uh, it's not that I don't think you're... Um, it's not nothing to do with you is because I'm so stuck in my mind. I'm, I'm rushing it. I'm so stuck in my mind. I'm not doing what I need to do. And so this is what I want to do. I want to start back at the beginning. I look her there in the eyes, sitting on the couch. Say, I want to start back at the beginning of you, which means tonight, I just want to breathe with you. I'm just want to lie down and I just want to breathe. Literally, just spoon position. Your back on my chest, your head on my chest. I want to feel your head rise and fall with my breath. I want to feel your heart beat through your back. I want to feel all of you and I want to understand you. I want to understand you. I want to understand us. And I need, and what that requires is for me to no longer be present, for Adam to no longer be involved in the situation. And so she's like, and she's really spiritually, uh, spiritual is too much of a con hippie connotation she's very aware she's very highly minded in that sense and she goes okay let's do it so we get down there on the rug candles on and we just start breathing okay no concern for the erection is it there is it not there no concern for sex is it going to happen is it not going to happen just head on a chest slow it down take that deep breath Allow your breathing rate to come in alignment with hers. Allow your heart rate to come in alignment with hers. How many of you can say that you have spent a meaningful period of time aligning your heart rate with another woman? How many of you can say that you truly got onto the same wavelength of both breathing and heart rate? And how much time have you spent in that? So why are you trying to rush to... If, you're, if all your answers to that are no and none and zero and I can't even fathom that well, then you've got a lot of stuff to do, a lot of work to do. You've got a lot of work to do before sexual penetration even becomes even a tenth of what it could be. Listen, I'm not, I'm not going to stand here and say that you can't move to sexual progression, uh, sexual penetration uh, without having done all this breathing work and energy alignment work with her. Of course you can. But is it ever going to be what you desired? Is it ever going to be a full body orgasm? Is it ever going to be a true alignment in which that you were able to let go of yourself and she was able to let go of herself. And now you were just left to the moment. Just absolute harmony within sexual connection. You will never achieve that if you can't get into alignment on an energetic space. So when you think about couples, why don't couples have to do this? Why don't couples have to get into obvious breathing and, and slowing down the pace and reading of the temperature and setting of the intent, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Because they have one resource that you don't. Starts with a T. Do you know what it is, my friends, in the chat? If you can put it in real quick, if you can put it real quick in the chat, I'm going to take a little bit of water, otherwise I'm going to keep rolling. 
What is the one resource that a couple has that you don't in a first-time interaction? In a first-time interaction with a woman, what's the one resource that couples have that allow them to enter that, that sexually sacred space I was just talking about that you don't have that? Joe Elvin comes in with a bang on time. Very good, Joe. Thank you. Fuck yes, Joe. <laughs> time. Time, which is only an illusion. But to us human beings that attach ourselves to the concept of time so heavily, it means a lot. It means a lot if you believe so. And so that, oh, that's a fucking point right there. It means a lot if you believe so, which is that if you think, if this is, why, this is how it has to be for most couples. If you speak to most couples, most of them will say that their first couple of weeks of sex together wasn't that great. And that sex with each other got better and better as the relationship went on for the next month or two months, they really started to get to know each other. Started to get to know each other. But it doesn't have to be that way. It never had to be that way. What they're actually describing is not that they have accumulated time itself, because that's not possible. It's an illusion. You only ever have this moment right now. That's all you are ever experiencing forever and always. But what they are describing is referential experience of having let go of themselves. As a man and a woman spend more time together in sexual connection, because it's one of the few things, it's one of the few things where the average person, if done to an average degree, can experience a moment of selflessness and timelessness, absolute flow, during an orgasm. And so what a couple is describing when they say that we had more, over time, we got more sexually better together and connected together, what they're actually describing is just a bigger stockade of feeling like I can let go of myself, confidence in that I can let go of myself with this person. So when I said that, that's not a prerequisite though, because it's not, it's not. You can do the training. You can do the training to stay true to your intent, set the intent, stay true to it, read your temperature, read her temperature. And that in a moment, like if you're one of my clients here who just, he, he got out of depth. She was boiling. She was absolutely boiling, telling him like, you need to fuck me now. And she just wanted so bad. But, but that eventually he succumbed, he succumbed to that pressure that he was putting on himself. Not that she was putting it on him. Right, but but it's a it's an indirect pressure that when you're it's very hard when you're in front of a woman who's so attracted to you who's given you all these signals to stay the course, stay the path. But all he needed to do in that moment was, as I described with that girl when I overcame my erectile dysfunction, which is I said we start at the beginning, which means I need to learn to let go of myself with you. If I can't let go of myself with you, I'm always going to have problems with erections. I'm always going to have problems with sexual sexuality. So we spent a whole night just breathing together. And so when I'm here and I'm coaching my client and he's just fucking ringing bells, just bells after bells, ding after ding. And he goes, yeah, I should have just spent the whole night breathing with her. And it's like, that's, and, and so we get the future play. And I say, okay, so tell me now, how's it going to go next time? Let resound to me that you have understood this lesson because this shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. It's, uh, it does happen, shouldn't happen. It should be that, males of all ages should know how to conduct themselves in a sexual space in which that they're able to let go of themselves. It's just not taught though. It's just not taught. So hopefully you guys are, uh, are taking it on board. Hopefully you guys are executing this as well because it's not just for your benefit. It's, I'm really thinking about her benefit. 
It's about servicing uh, the feminine that's put the trust in you. So honoring the sexual trust. So he says to me, okay, so what I'm going to do is next time, I'm not even going to go straight to her house. I'm going to back it up even a step further. I'm going to ask to meet her at a park nearby because we live near to each other. We're going to have a picnic. And I'm like, that's good. That's fine. Okay. Then we're, then we'll go back to her place. And then I'm going to just slow it down, right? If we're, if we're doing the makeouts, like, because I nailed that part before, just slow down the makeouts, not go too intense of it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then I said, and then he said the breathing. Then he said the breathing. He goes, and then we're just going to breathe together. I'm going to take her into the bed and then we're just going to breathe. And I'm like, hang on. <laughs> this, this, this fly is fucking around. Would you? I guess you. I don't want to kill it though. I'm trying to, I'm trying to coerce this fly out of the space. Anyways, uh, he said, I'm going to go into the breathing. I said, hang on a second. That's all well and good for you. That's all well and good for you, but what do we know about her? He's like, oh, she's a freak. <laughs> I say that in the most respectful way possible. She's an absolute freak. She's, uh, she's got a lot of sexual energy is what I'm trying to say. She's got a lot of sexual energy and she's really into me. And I'm like, so it's all well and good for you to just go straight into breathing. But what are you not doing that I did with my girl when I overcame this? What's the key thing that he's missing? My friends in the live chat, let's see if you switched on. When he said that, going to go to the park, had the picnic, that's fine. Oh, hang on. Are we still streaming? I hope we're still streaming. My streaming software just said that the connection was at zero. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully you guys are here. Fuck it if you're not. We're too much of a role. But I was going to ask you a question, so hopefully you guys are here. This will let me know if you are here. Uh, where was, where's, what's the red flag? What's, well, not even a red flag. What's the absence of the green flag? What's he missing? Okay, thank you, Ben. Ben says we're good. My streaming software just said we're on zero. Uh, it was like red. That's not a good sign. And uh, okay, so when he said that, going to the picnic at, outside, like really stepping back, not even going to her place first, that's fine. That's fine. Then progressing to her place, that's fine. That's fine. Make out on the couch, but kind of slowing it down, that's fine. That's fine. But then he said, going into breathing, not fine, not fine, fine for him, not fine for her. What's he missing? And if he's listening to this podcast, he knows, uh, he knows the lesson already because we've been through the full coaching session. What I'm currently doing with you guys is stepping you through an actual coaching session that I did with him, just piece by piece. So, so he didn't get this at first. He didn't get it at first. So if you don't get it first, it's okay. But there's one thing that I did with the girl on the couch. Uh, one thing that I did with her when I was kind of coming my erectile dysfunction that he's omitting, is not present. So it's, it's all well and good for him to go into the breathing. But what about her? Remember, she's an extremely potent sexual being. She got a lot of sexual energy. She's very attracted to him. I'm going to give you guys just a second to see if you've picked it, if you picked it up. If not, I will give you one more clue. But do your best because hopefully you should be able to figure it out. Who we got up in here? Ah, Richie Jr. comes and saying, really interesting. I am always learning even after being on the journey for five years. That's the way it should be, Richo. Good on you. That's what I like to hear. Ah, yep, buddy. 
Uh, who's up in next? Jay, Jay comes in saying letting go of himself and time. Sorry, that was my question mark. He says letting go of himself and time. Just be present with her instead of just, in quotes, breathing. Not quite, Jay. Not quite, because... Because remember, all I said was that he was going to... Because he is doing exactly what you're saying. He's just going to breathe with her. But that's there's something he's missing. Because the breathing is what's going to allow him to let go of himself. So not quite. You kind of missed, missed the park with that one. Remember, you gotta think, you're thinking about him. It's not about him. I said that he's good. I said that he's good. I said there's no... Like, it's all well and good for him to come in and lead her and say, and say okay, listen, we're just going to breathe now. Uh, just go straight into breathing. That's great for him. That's going to calm him down. That's going to give him time. That's going to allow him to let go of himself. So actually, quite far off of that. But that's exactly what's going to happen. That's what exactly what's going to happen. However, what about her? The issue here is something that's been omitted for her. Just keep in mind, she's very sexually attracted, very sexually poisoned. She's up on a high temperature already. All right? So you guys guys now need to flip your minds. It's probably one of my favorite parts of the podcast that, because it's often the greatest sticking point for most live viewers. And I think it's just, not just live viewers. I'm sure if you listen to this on the podcast, it's your sticking point as well. It's the number one male sticking point is the lack of empathy for the feminine perspective and for what they're feeling. You guys centralize your answers and your perspectives in life far too much around what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're thinking. And while it's good because you definitely need to be accurate about yourself, you're missing half the pie. Missing half the pie. So Richard comes in saying, pleasure her. Nope. Nope. Definitely not. If he was to Richo, that would only lead him down a groundhog day of the previous experience because that's what he tried to do in the previous experience was to go and pleasure her. But we found out that didn't work out, did it? So no. And and look at Richo. He's just made the exact mistake I just talked about with Joe. You, it's not about him. Him going into breathing with her is the right move. He's omitted something though. He has forgotten something. Forgotten something. Something that that will do something for her. Not that he has to do anything to her physically, right? But there's something that she needs. I'll, I don't want to drop that clue in, just in case one of you might get it. But then if it's not going to, if you guys aren't going to get after this, I'll drop another clue. Or maybe I'll just go, just fucking get, go straight into it. Ben comes in with the next answer going, he needs to allow her to let go of herself by giving her what she needs. What does she need, Ben? What does she need, Ben? Because I disagree with almost all of your answer, except for the final bit. She definitely needs something. But when you say that he needs to allow her to let go of herself by giving her what she needs, you could be correct if you could be specific about what she needs. You just need to tell me what she needs. Yep. Guys, I'm surprised that none of you have noticed the video quality of this podcast. None of you have commented on it, but you don't even realize. You don't even realize uh, how intense the video quality is compared to the last 49 episodes. I just transitioned to my view. It's fucking crisp. It is so crisp. And that the the lighting is perfect. There'll never be an issue with lighting again unless it's an absolute storm. 
But even then, it's not because the camera being used right now is just fucking money. All right. Um, and by the way, guys, it's it's really much a lot of thanks to you. Like the the money, the equipment that I had to get to hook up this video, your super chats all go towards that. So, you know, when I upgraded the audio and we got far better audio, that's going into a preamp, it's super expensive. This camera is super expensive. The piece of equipment that allows me to use this camera is super expensive. But your guys' super chats all help. So I'm really appreciative of it. Because this uh, this chat is, this, this social q is for you guys. So I want it to be the best it can be. Okay. So Ben comes in with his answer because he said that he needs to allow her to let go of herself by giving her what she needs. Yeah, I need to know what Ben thinks she needs because he could be really far off or really far on because Ben could be on the same line of Richo saying that to pleasure her and that's what she needs. No, 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 no. So, okay. And then Ben comes in saying some form of sexual release. No, <laughs> it's funny because I just explained how Ben could be wrong and he literally gives the exact reason as to uh, as to what it is. Oh, fuck. So it's okay. So Ben, absolutely not. No, because Ben, you're making the same mistake as Richo. You're just going to enter the exact same mistake as you did last time. Because remember, that's what he did last time. He tried to go into some form of sexual physical release and no good. Uh, ben then comes in saying, uh, you are as clear as Crystal Adam. Love that quality. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate that. I appreciate being here, man. And then, guys, this is what's so good. That, like, I want you to give me your honest answers. And we'll, if you're wrong and if you're really wrong, which Ben and Richo are so far off, same as Jay, every, everyone is so far off. It's brilliant. It's great because it just provide. it makes the lessons even richer when they finally come. Uh, Jay had then also said a frame, a frame. Uh, okay, not quite. Well, I mean, yes, well, you're, yes, you're, you're correct, Jay, in that he's, he's left out a certain fra- giving a frame that I had given my girl, yet uh, it's not nearly specific enough. You'd have to tell me what the frame is. Okay, Richo comes in saying, I've been incorrect a lot tonight. That's what happens when you don't listen to the whole story at the beginning. Well, listen, Richo, don't beat yourself up too much because there are several guys in this chat. Uh, Jay and Ben have been in here this entire session and they're getting things incorrect a lot as well. So it doesn't help if you haven't been here from the beginning, of course. But uh, don't, don't beat yourself up, okay? We're having, some good, we're having some fun here. Don't worry, I'll always deliver the lesson properly at the end. It's just good to help you guys work through it, you know? Um, and then Richard then just said, lol, he just said my answer. Yeah, correct. I said, yes, Ben just gave the same correct answer as Richie. Uh, Jay comes in saying, acknowledge her feminine energy. I'm trying to give you a win, but I can't because like, I'm trying to think of the most abstract way you could take that. That would make maybe be correct, but nah, not quite. I mean, it's, it's a good thing to do and you definitely need to acknowledge your feminine energy, but yeah, I think you're now overcomplicating it. You're getting really abstract with it. Uh, that's okay. Sean coming in saying, I think it's more female. I think it's more females are looking for the full movie experience and not just the ending. Uh, okay, Sean, that doesn't seem relevant to what we're talking about right now. While I do agree with you, it's not quite relevant to right now. So thank you though. Okay, guys, so I'm not going to play around with this anymore. I'm just going to move straight to it. I've given you guys more than enough time, and it's okay. If you don't got it, you don't got it. That's how we do it. We get it. We'll get it now. So let me wrap, let me to help you guys now. 
when he said that, okay, if I'm going to rerun this experience, not rerun, but if I'm going to in the next experience, which is going to be sometime this week, I'm going to go to the park. That's fine. Instead of going straight to her place, that's good. Good back step. Take your time. Fantastic. Go to her place after that. That's fine. Do some making out, you know, just some light kissing. That's fine. That's all because that, that was all fine in the initial story. But then when he said, and then take her into her bedroom and then just breathe. And I'm like, that's just fine for you. That's not just fine for her. The reason why it's not just fine for her, and I was trying to give you guys as many clues as possible to this, because you have to keep in mind her sexual energy. What type of being is she? Extremely potent. Extremely in touch with her sexual energy. To the point where she's saying to him, I want you to fuck me. You gotta fuck me now. Let's go. She's so into him. She's she's having to uh, hold herself back because of how attracted she is to him and how much she just wants to get absolutely whipped. Right? She wants the train run on her. And so, what do you think is gonna happen if he just takes her into the bedroom and starts breathing with her? Ben, Jay, Richo, Satir. What do you think is going to happen? With no, and this is the key, with no explanation of why this breathing is happening and what the intent of it is, just goes into it. What do you think that's going to signal to her? What kind of signal does she receive? It's time to fuck. It's time to go fucking animal town. Why? She's going to get so turned on, right? Because he's finally going to be present, remember? He's finally going to be letting go of himself, yes? So that means that her, if she wasn't already roaring with sexual feminine energy, which she is, she is now going to be an inferno, an absolute inferno, a building ready to just be cindered, right? We're talking about, we're talking about some apocalyptic shit of sexual energy. If, she can, if he can really just get into that breathing space with her. So what is that going to lead her to do, all of the guys that got it incorrect in the chat? Push on him. But remember, he's not ready. The, re- the very reason why he's going into this breathing is because he's not ready. He needs time to let go of himself, to become comfortable, to get that stockade of positive experience of just being present with her, feeling her heart rate, feeling her breathing rate. That's all he wants. But if she goes to force and push on him, not force is wrong word, but just pushes on him because she is raging, raging with sexual energy. It's a complete misalignment of what his intent was and how he's feeling. It's because because he's new to this, it's going to crash him. It's going to crash him. He's going to get melted. He won't, as I always say, guys, with the, the fire of immensity, you either sharpen up or you melt down. This will melt him down. He's not ready for that yet. Okay. Not, neither, even if he was ready for it, it's not the intent. So, what was he missing? Exactly what I did with my girl. To have that raw, honest communication of her, telling her what it is and why it is. Complete upfront honesty of that. Say, hey, I need to talk, to, we need to just come around tonight. So for him and his situation. So let's go back to your place. Remember, everything was fine. Go to the park, have your picnic. That's fine. Go back to her place, have a little kiss. That's fine. But at a certain point, go take her back into her bedroom. That's fine. But when you get into the bedroom, it's time to open up. It's time to be raw. It's time to be honest. 
it's time to be direct, congruent, and authentic with her, which is to say that, listen, uh, whatever her name is, I know her name, I'm not going to use her name, let's just call her, uh, let's call her Jenna, as I always say, for the fake name, Jenna, listen, Jenna, I was really uncomfortable with what happened last time, and I know that our sexual experience last time was not great, and you've been so good, you've been so accommodating, uh, for my lack of execution, for me being so caught up in my mind, being all over the shop, and uh, I'm really grateful for that. So this is what I want to do. I want to start back at the beginning. I need to get back to learning what it means to just be with you. So tonight, I just want to feel you, and I just want to understand us. And when I can just feel you, and we can just understand us, And that's where that sentence needs to end. And you can just lay down on the bed. She'll follow suit. Head will go on the chest. And you can just breathe. So all of you guys, what you're missing in the chat. Setting the intent. Setting the intent for her. We don't want her to self-interpret in any negative way, shape, or form. The way you guys were leading it, or the way he was about to lead it, was that if he just goes straight into breathing, which is what? Going to do what? As I explained before, light her up. That's going to fuel her up. He's going to make her so much more attracted, even if it's just more than she already was. And then so she's going to receive that signal. It's like, oh, he's finally ready. But she doesn't know why he's breathing until that conversation happens. He knows why he's breathing. But she doesn't. So when she goes to do the only natural thing that a woman should do when a positive, present, masculine energy is there with her is that she's going to follow suit. She's going to follow the lead. He's sending a leading signal. Relax, comfortable, let's go. But that's not why he's doing it. It's not the intent of it. So when she goes to put her hand down his pants, try to go into a sexual connection again, He's going to push her back. He's going to be going, oh, no, 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 sorry, I wasn't ready for this. What does that build up in her mind? Confused. Confusion. Wait, what? What? But you seem like you were so ready. You seem like, like compared to last time, you're so much like more relaxed. Is it? And so at this point, there's not going to be a lot of words he can use to settle her at that point because he's really showing an extreme incongruence and inauthenticity based on her perspective. Because, you know, he's tried, he said it once that, you know, I'm not comfortable and it's because of me. But now, happening again, nah, this, she's very likely to self-interpret that and go, are you just not attracted to me? Is it just me? Crashes her if she's not strong enough to hold that or pushes her away in the sense that she is strong enough to not self-interpret that. Either way, it's never a good outcome. My male, con- my male compadres, you must be willing to have the raw, direct communication to be able to explain your intent to a woman so that she has no chance of misinterpreting and self-interpreting in a negative way. So what I do with my girl, I told her exactly what led to the bad experience I had with her the previous night. I, led, I explained fully all of my inadequacies and flaws leading up to this and what I'm currently dealing with and explained why I'm about to do what I want to do. <clears throat> Why most guys would never do this is because they perceive it to be weak. They perceive it to be uh, not alpha. 
not manly. What? Telling her about how you've been fucking up, making mistakes. It's like, well, what's the other option? That you pretend to put on a facade and continue to make said mistakes? At some point, you're going to have to drop your senseless pride and become real with her. If you wish to be with her. Otherwise, she's going to drop you first. What are you going to drop first? What's going to be dropped first? Your pride or you? Either she's going to drop you. One of them has to go. One of them has to go. Either you're going or you drop your pride. That's it. And until you can get to that place of that, okay, I'm willing to drop my pride first for the sake of giving birth to something great and something new. If you can't do that, you're never going to have a successful sexual experience, especially after coming off the bat of some trauma. So that's all you need to do. And then when he was hearing me in the coaching session and he goes, fuck, he's like, I should have seen that. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Let's go. So play it out for me. And he's like, all right. So, so yeah, I'm going to tell her that. So I just need to communicate to her why I was so uncomfortable last time and why I want to do this breathing of her. And then I said to him, so what's that then going to do when you do start breathing with her? He's like, and I won't, I won't, I'll just continue the story here. He's like, well, well, nothing. Exactly. He's like, nothing. And I'm like, and so why nothing? And he was because, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. He wasn't quite there with it yet, but he was at least correct with nothing. She has nothing to do then. Why? Because you've set the intent. You're leading now. I asked him, how much leading were you doing in the first experience? And he goes, well, I was leading, wasn't I? Like, I, was, I took her clothes off. I, I did the massage with the oil. And I'm like, well, you were doing things, but you weren't setting the intent, were you? You were playing into her intent. That was her sexual temperature you were attempting to rise to. You weren't reading your own temperature and playing to that. You were playing to her temperature. So who was really leading? And he's like, fuck. He's like, ah, oh, she was leading. I was playing to her intent. Exactly. It's like we always confuse intent and leading with this show of guerrilla-like masculine alpha, alpha masculinity. But no, leading and intent is far more psychological. It is very much about who is making the decision and who is following said decision. Who is setting the energy and who is playing into it? Who is following it? And so in the first experience, he did well in the beginning to lead. He definitely did well in the beginning. That's where all the green flags were. But then when we hit the first red flag, that's when he let go of intent, let go of his frame, played into hers. So I said to you here, when you actually have that conversation with her on the couch, uh, on the bed, tell her about the breathing, tell her about why. I want to feel you. I want to understand us. Then she's going to get it. She's like, oh, Okay, so I don't need to put my hand down his pants. That's not going to happen unless he says so. At this point on, from this point forward, she will only sexually progress if you indicate this is so. Okay, and that's, I remember I said to him, uh, it's going to be a learning experience. It's a whip. It's a work in progress. She might make a mistake here or there. You'll probably make a mistake here or there. She might fire up a little bit. You know, when she gets, you might be breathing for half an hour. She might fire up a little bit. But you might, you might get a really strong, powerful erection. And I say might of an asterisk. It's like 100%. Like if you can actually just let go and breathe, your erections will last for hours on end. No problem. And uh, self-evidence. And, and so the temptation to then go, oh, fuck, I've got a really strong erection. It's like, now's the time. Now's the-. Nope, stop. What was the intent? 
The intent was just to learn to feel her and to understand us. No part of that requires you to try and rectify all of your previous sexual mistakes by trying to enter this scarcity-based mentality of having sex now because it seems like I have a good erection now. I made that mistake. I made that mistake. Nope. If you get an erection, hold the line. Stay. Stay in the, in the present space that gave birth to it. And remember what I said before, points on the board. Points on the board. Right? Bricks in the temple. Just take the night off. Just take the night off and just breathe of her and feel the connection getting stronger and stronger. Erections will come and go. Let them stay. Let them go. It doesn't matter because that's not the intent. Right, and you would only be breaking your intent if you, an hour into it, decide, yeah, fuck yeah, let's try it, go now. Like, nope, nope. Steady the ship, keep it calm, okay? And that's, and it's like, it's an investment you have to make because if you never make the investment, you'll never overcome this issue of unable to control the sexual pace, which, what does that really mean? Setting the intent and staying true to it. Being able to read someone's sexual temperature, reading your own, and the play between the two, and being able to choose the correct play of actions. You know, just evidenced by this live chat, I, th- I it's been like 80-20. Just the evidence of this live chat, it's a very small focus group, but it's a very specific focus group. And if the specific focus group members of this group have been so far off in this chat with their answers, which is fine, but if you, if it's like you can see where these issues come. You can see how this can be an issue for so many guys. If they don't even know how to choose the correct the correct next step, that that the next step is not to go from sitting on the bed playing guitar to licking her out or to having sex with her or to uh, giving her a sexual massage or whatever you think it may be, right? Or to leaving the situation altogether or to going and watching a movie. It's like most of the answers in this chat have been really far off, (laughs) which I love. I love because it means that hopefully some of you are actually learning. Hopefully some of you are actually learning from this. And fuck guys, this is not me beating on you. This is me beating on my old self, right? 17 to 19 year old Adam would have given the exact same answers of you guys. (coughs) The exact. I, I, I would have, I not only did I do those things, but I would have given the same answers in this chat. And so, so it's not something like, it's not a better or worse. It's not a successful, unsuccessful, like at least not in the, uh, not in a subjective way. Objectively, the answers are off, but in a subjective way, just the fact that you're trying to learn, that's the win. And that's what we're here for. Otherwise, why are we here? So, so it's so important, so important to make sure that you take your time with it and that you take your time in a correct way, you know, because there's definitely an incorrect way of taking your time. I don't want you to backstep. I don't want you to not lead, but we need to lead in a way in which that maps to an alignment of our internal temperature and hers. And when you can balance those two together, for the most part, the scenario that we've talked about here is not what most guys will enter. This is a quite, well, it is, but not to this extreme. This is very extreme. It's a very extreme scenario, but it's great. I love extreme scenarios because you can always just readjust the lesson to whatever degree you're experiencing. So you might not have a girl that's literally whispering in your ear, I need you to fuck me now. Or you might not necessarily have that girl with you at this in your next experience, but you might have a girl that's just 
physically giving you all those signs. She's, she's jumping on you a little too much. Right? She's biting you a little too much. And it's like, but I'm not comfortable with that yet. So what are you going to do? So what are you going to do about it, Jeffrey? When you do have a girl who's at a higher temperature than you, and you're not quite comfortable yet, and you're not quite up to temperature yet, what are you going to do? Well, I'd hope that you would set the intent and stay true, and that you would vocalize that to her, and that you would actually maintain it throughout the entire night, and that you would be allowed and allow yourself a moment in life to detach from sexual validation of having to have sex that night. This is the thing. This is the thing. This is why the poor always get poorer. The poor always get poorer because they're so poor and that they, they lust after riches. The poor lust after the riches, which only keeps them poor. So because they're so poor, they want to get this, this sex and this uh, sexual validation so quickly. But in their attempt to do so, because they're so scarce from it, they execute all of the most unattractive traits. They make all the wrong moves, all the red flags, which keeps them poor. But if the poor could act rich for one day, just one night, act rich, even if you are poor, even if, which is all of us, when the poor, the, the unskilled, the unlearned, the misguided, the, 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 the traumatized by previous experiences, of course, from your mistakes though, but you know, whatever, whatever's led to you this position of that you're having to learn social dynamics, if you can act as if you were rich, that you did have sexual abundance and option and a highly skilled mind, what would I do? If I didn't need the sex tonight, well, I probably wouldn't be so dependent on it. I'd probably be okay with just breathing and just feeling her, feeling her and understanding us. You know, there's a way to feel a woman. There is a way for her to feel you. And it has very little to do with this or this or this, right? There's a way to feel in which that an energetic connection is transferred and transcommunicated. <clears throat> in which that what's being felt requires very little from these. But you just get in the space with that person and you can just feel that exchange. There was an exchange I was talking about the other day when you can just look into a girl's eyes and you can just exchange yourselves, right? And that's, that's what I'm talking about here. So fuck, this is just, I'm trying to hammer this in because when the poor, the poor need to act like the rich, now, if you ever hope to become rich, you have to start acting like you're rich. If you are poor in social dynamics, you cannot continue to execute poor social dynamics and hope to become rich. It's just how would you ever think that would work? Yet it's so simple, yet you see so many guys out there uh, who are poor, doing poor things, hoping they'll become rich. Never going to work. If you are currently poor in social dynamics, you need to look at what rich people do in social dynamics and do that. Do that until you see why that is happening. And then, oh, and then hopefully you make your transition. Then hopefully you make your evolution from poor to rich. Thank you for taking care of me, guys. Okay, so. Oh, shit. So. I'm going to address some of you guys in the chat and then we're going to open up to open Q&A, which for those of you that aren't aware, means that if you have any questions now unrelated to this topic, now's the time. As long as it's in the world of human interaction, dating, social dynamics, relationships, you want to talk about casual relationships, you want to talk about, you want to talk about night game tactics, you want to talk about straight watermelon tactics, you want to talk about 
Uh, Adam, I just don't even know the balance between qualification and investment, although we've beaten that horse to death. Uh, here, whatever you want to talk about, you can drop a question in there. And if you would like to support the channel, the Super Chat option is available, which gets your question bumped to the top. I'll go more in-depth with it. And also, just so you guys know, just to reiterate, the reason why today on episode 50, we now have video quality beyond what has ever been experienced in any of my uh, live podcasts it's because of you guys. It's because of your super chats. All right, that money that you guys donate doesn't just go to me buying buying jars of coconut oil to massage girls with while I do buy those jars. The money that you donate from super chats goes into a separate account that I have that when it builds up to a certain level, I can do things like upgrading the mics, upgrading the camera, and such other things. The bowl sip, for example. It's all helped by you guys. So, uh, so yeah, you can drop that. Also, if you're enjoying this uh, live chat and you haven't dropped a thumbs up yet, what are you doing? Help support the channel. Help support what's going on here. Just drop a thumbs up. It'd be most appreciated. Also, I've, I forget to say this sometimes. If you guys are in podcast land and like most of my guys in Europe, oh, by the way, shout out to uh, <clears throat> Yaisin's Du Air Smuk. Yaisin's Du Air Smuk. Smuk. Smook. Yaisin's du air smook. If any of you know what that means, please drop it in the chat. It's a bit weird saying it to guys. Although I, I do, I do it, is, it, is, it is applicable to guys. But Yaisin's du air smook. Du air smook. If you know what that means, it'd be impressive. Richie, you're probably, Richie, if you're in Europe, you're probably the only one who knows what that means. If, even, if you, even if you don't know what it means, but if you know what language I just spoke in, put it in there. Put it in the chat. Have a guess. Have a good whip. Uh, what am I? Why don't I get my phone out here? I got it out for a reason. Oh, that's right. The Instagram DMs. There's just one other thing I want to. Um, oh, I don't even need the DMs. So to wrap up that section of the podcast, while you guys are putting any questions that you have, you can see what I. You can see where this podcast has gone. We had my client who's flowing with the sexual flow. He met a girl on the street on a 30 day challenge day game. Bloody brilliant. Great connection. Set up for a day two. They go to a bar, go to a restaurant, have a bit of food, go for a walk on the beach, have a bit of a kiss. Doesn't overcook it. But then as the day goes on, the connection just gets richer and richer. And so he goes into heavy makeouts and realizes, oh, this is that time where I can go the whole nine yards. So I should. Right. And so he goes the whole nine yards and then takes her back to her his truck. They have sex and the truck is bloody brilliant enough to the point where she gets a linger effect to which that she takes back, wanting to meet up the next day for the next date. Oh man. And so they get on the next day with impetus to go back to his place. Oh man. That's amazing sexual flow, right from the beginning to the end. Brilliant. Reading of temperature, brilliant. All right, setting the intent, staying true to it, brilliant. But then we got two stories in the middle of two young guys just fucking it up. Fucking it up. We got a 19-year-old who has never had an erection, a hardcore erection with a woman ever, ever, right? That's that's terrible. Absolutely terrible. No guy should have to go through that. I can relate. I went through that when I was at his age, at that age, literally. Not to the same degree. I'd had sex before that, but this guy's never had proper sex before. And so you can see, if he's been listening to this, my man, all you need to do is just follow the advice that I gave for story number four. That's all you need to do. And you need to hone that. You need to hone that like a well-oiled machine. You need to get out of the poor social dynamic mentality and start acting rich and start practicing rich, start executing rich. 
And then you look at story number three of the other follower who's just following up on story two, who is scared to have sex. He's got fear of sex because of one bad experience that he had uh, in terms of not being able to maintain his erection. Okay, for him, it's like, you should, you should be scared, but not of sex. You should be scared of how much you have to learn. You should be scared of how much you will learn. Your, your mind is like a chestnut and the information, if executed correctly, that has been endowed in this podcast should blow that chestnut to smithereens. You should require a football size. You should require a bowler. You should require a bowl to be able to hone and to house all of the new stuff you're going to learn. All right, so that's the mentality. And then finally, for story number four, well, he's, he's a deep client of mine and he's going to be going out on that date with this girl uh, sometime this week and he knows exactly the work to do. So there's always fucking light. If you guys have friends that think that their erectile dysfunction at their age is just some psychological shit that will never be fixed. No, I was once in that space, that place, and it's not true. I overcame it. That's how I overcame it. Worked for me and has worked for many other clients as well. So, open Q&A and you can now begin properly. Open Q&A can now begin properly. Properly, properly, properly. Now, I'll just go back in the chats. Ben Harden recently said, I'm falling into that tunnel vision, but I'll pull through yet. She needs to be met on a mental level as well and have the fears put to rest. Joe saying he has to explain why he wants to do that. Yeah, on point, Joe. Uh, Ben saying she needs to be led through the breathing experience. She does. Johnny saying, loving the imagery, we lack empathy. Correct and correct. Thank you and correct. Okay, Richo saying, I'm 29 and in this for five years, not beating myself up, just wondering why I actually was off. Sorry, what? Sorry, what? Nani? (laughs) Richie said, I'm 29 and in this for five years, not beating myself up, just wondering why I actually was off. I think he means that, uh, Richie, you got to let that ego die. Go let that ego die. Listen, just because you've been in this for a certain amount of time and you're a certain age, that doesn't entitle you to any level of wisdom. I've got, I've worked with clients that are like 18 this year, turned 18 this year, that have far more referential wisdom than most of my 30-year-olds. What do you think the difference between those two are? Combination of relentless action with intense self-reflection, also guided by a sound mind. Now, I'm willing to say that that I have a sound mind for this just purely because otherwise I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, but they didn't have to come to me as long as they find a sound mind. Those are the three keys. The three keys, just relentless action, intense self-awareness, and a sound mind to help guide you and interpret those experiences. Right, so that's how an 18-year-old that I'm working with at the moment can be just operating on levels that most of the 30-year-olds I deal with are just like the mistakes the 30-year-olds are making are mistakes that my 18-year-old made a long time ago, long time ago. But it has nothing to do with their age. It's just how much relentless action have you been about, how much intense self-reflection have you been about, and how much sound-mindedness have you been about in combination with together. And then if you put that together over time, you make vertical moves over time, that's how you become, that's how wisdom becomes and falls upon you. That's how wisdom falls upon you. Vertical moves over time. Whereas a lot of my 30-year-olds, they've just been making lateral moves in short time. What does that mean? 
not doing the things they need to do to grow the way they need to grow, not taking a relentless action, right? Taking small amounts of action, lateral move, that's not going to help them. It's not going to move them forward in any way, shape, or form. Staying comfortable where they're at, that's not going to move them in any way, shape, or form, right? It's a lateral move, right? Self-reflection, not doing the same level of self-reflection that uh, that is required in terms of audio recordings, breaking down their interactions, positives, improvement makes, et cetera. Uh, over time, remember, everything's underpinned over time, doing it over time. And then also with sound mind, a lot of my uh, a lot of my clients have never been exposed to people like me or have only just started this idea of improving themselves, haven't had sound minds to guide them. It takes time. Not as much time as you would think, though. Obviously, it depends on who you are. But then progress is just relative. It's like I've got some clients, though, that have been taking relentless action, have been doing intense self-reflection, have been guided by sound minds, yet... Yet, on a objective sense, like if you look at quote-unquote success, haven't had a lot of quote-unquote success to what the outward guy would look at. But if they were to dive into his story and look at where he came from, how hard and far gone he was, he's had outrageous levels of success. It's just that success is relative to and progress is relative to where you came from. If you're a zero or one on the scale of zero to 10, 10 being absolute natural, zero being the hard case of all hard cases, and you're a one, right? You're an absolute hard case. And you cry at the idea of going up to a random woman. And then after, say, three or five years, the highlight of your growth has been, I finally got to on a day two of a girl and we finally kissed. just makes me want to cry thinking about that that's amazing but to society to other to the chads they go what? what there's nothing there it's not even a success i'm like you don't know what you don't know what he's been through you don't know what he's been through and you never know what someone's been through and uh, that's why i have so much empathy for everyone because i've said i've heard every story basically like they're all just archetypes of the same story examples always going to be unique of course but the archetypes are always the same the archetypes are the same, whether it's as a result of a limiting belief, negative self-perception, or a goic attachment, or a marrying of all three, you know, it determines where you come from. And so, Richo, don't get so based on your 29 years in this life and your five years of being on the journey, all right? You are where you are, and the journey will always be your journey. So there's no need to compare yourself or judge yourself based on what others are learning or what you are able to understand or not understand. If you weren't able to understand what's going up in this chat, that's your work to do. But you don't need to question that. You know, it's like, why didn't I get it? No, don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, we are in a bananas and pajamas shirt today. Linen as well. It's so light. It's so light. It's beautiful weather today as well. Okay, so here we go. We've got a next question up in here. Oh yeah, Richard said, are your days scheduled in writing on a weekly basis? I'm not sure what you mean by that, Richard. Are my days scheduled in writing on a weekly basis? Do you mean just like my everyday schedule? If so, yes. If so, yes. But I schedule I schedule my life based on day on daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. Like goals operate amongst all venues, all capacities. But if you're asking if I have a schedule for each day within each week, yes. Uh, ben comes in saying, 
I stood in the river yesterday and I noticed a disconnectedness from the cold in the body and the feeling of it in the mind. Up until the point when I had to hop back in the kayak and paddle on before dark. I've been loving the cold showers too, Adam. The resistance is only bad when I don't just jump in, but rather wait and think more than I need to be. Yes, Ben, yes. So, uh, Ben, I've been loving, I liked your uh, video in the World Bowl um, Facebook group about your resistance to the cold showers. And listen, man, I've been doing cold showers daily every single morning straight out of bed for well over two and a half years now. It's just, it's absolute life. And I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I'll tell you this right now. The lesson you're currently learning of that the resistance is only bad when I don't just jump in, but rather wait and think about it. The same is true today. I'm, I would, you can get, wrap, wrangle all of my family, all of my most loved and cherished beings in this life, put guns to all of their heads. I am confident to say that every single day, since 2018 March, I have taken a cold shower straight out of bed. And I tell you this now, Ben, the resistance is always the same. It's only you who changes it and the perception of it. It's only you that changes. The resistance, the difficulty of getting into the cold shower never, ever changes. What changes is your readiness to receive it. It's no problem for me to get into a cold shower now. You've been doing it for two and a half years straight straight out of bed, right? That's no problem getting, and the, or more intent. The only day I haven't done a, a cold shower is when I have to go into an ice bath or an ocean cold plunge, which is a thousand times worse. But even then, the, the, the difficulty does not lie within the cold. The difficulty lies within you. So you've nailed it there, Ben. Good job. And so you have to embrace that. You have to embrace that. If you don't, it just gets harder and harder. That's why, it's why, Guys who like only do like cold showers like once, like once a week or two times a week or they try and do it for a few days, then they stop. What they don't realize is that that's what makes it worse. Like that's what makes it harder because they're only laying a deeper memory of how hard it was. But if you do it for long enough, you realize what Ben and I have realized, which is that the difficulty is not in the water. The difficulty is within you. And so what you're not, ba- what you're not battling a cold shower, you are battling yourself. So when you say that I'm not going to do a cold shower every day, or, you know, I just couldn't keep it up, what you're essentially saying is not that I just couldn't handle the cold water every single day. I just didn't want to do the cold water every day. What you're saying is that I don't want to have to defeat myself every day. I don't want to have to battle with my ego every single day. That's what you're actually saying, which is fine if that's the decision you made. I'm not judging you for it, but let's be fucking accurate about it. Let's be accurate about what's actually happening psychologically. It's only only in the most extreme of cold of cold exposure, like ocean cold plunges, uh, cryo, only in the most extreme that actually bring on uh, literal life-threatening circumstances. That's different, but that's extreme shit, which I don't, which is not what a cold shower. A cold shower is not a life-threatening scenario. An ocean cold plunge for twenty-five minutes in the depths of winter, and then getting back into the wind chill on the beach—that's a life-threatening scenario, which I've been through a couple times now. Uh, very close, very, very close. So, but even then, that's when you're actually battling legitimate, uh, the actual cold. But a cold shower, you're not actually battling the cold water. You're battling yourself. I guess just people, it's just, you got to realize that, man. People got to realize that. Uh, 
I need, I need to talk to Wim about this. Wim and I need to have a podcast about this. I'm sure he would agree. Okay, so Satir, I think, was the next one. Satir coming in. So, and for those of you who are just joining in the live chat, we're currently in open Q&A. So any questions that you have, any super chats that you have can be answered now. Satir, I comes in saying, breathing in sync is something you bring up often, but how does it work? I try to match her breath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. For those of you that are live that are queued in. Okay, hold up. Let me finish his message so I don't get too jelly here. Otherwise, I look like a real idiot. Let me make sure that I get the exact message. So Satir comes in sec. Breathing in sync. Whoa, 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 whoa. Breathing in sync is something you bring up often. But how does it work? I try to match her breath. But after a couple breaths, it feels as though I'm breathing too fast or too slow. If the answer is that I should lead, how would I do that? Is there a timing I should keep in mind? Okay, guys, in the live chat, what has Satya missed? I hope one of you in this chat, live chat right now, uh, who are cued in on my breathing techniques, that I cued in on my discussion around learning to breathe with a woman and learn to just breathe in the moment, which I do talk very heavily about, what has Satya completely missed? When he says that he doesn't understand how it works, when he tries to do it, he tries to match her breath, but after a couple breaths, it feels as though I'm breathing too fast or too slow. So where's he gone wrong right off the bat? What's the initial red flag? Right, just staring you in the face. Like it's a Looney Tunes red flag right there. Hit it. Someone get me. That's why I started, uh, that's why I started uh, getting happy about this lesson because I love this lesson. And I love that Satya's brought it up. I love that he's been willing and courageous enough to bring this up. And we're going to fucking nail it. Because I'm sure Satya is not the only one. I'm sure many guys would not understand why Satya is so far off there. <clears throat> okay. Sing. Okay, so Jay came in. Jay came in saying breathe without thinking about it. I'm not sure if that's an answer though. I'm not sure if he's addressing what we're addressing. But then Richie said being present to the moment. Johnny's saying thinking way too hard, Satir. Sean's saying don't let her take the lead, question mark. Ben coming in saying the linking of hearts that come with being and breathing, no thought is needed and breath should be natural. We got a lot of we got a lot of surfboards to ride here. There's two different rides here. So Satir, some of the guys that have given you some responses, some of them are on, some of them are off. Some of them are off, but they could they they were very close to being on. No one here is really far off. So so there is a multi. There's a there's a this answer. The answer I'm going to give you operates on two different planes, both known as the micro and the macro. So what Ben hit there was the macro. When macro said the linking of hearts that come with being and breathing, no thought is needed and breath should be natural, that's the macro. Uh, when Johnny had said uh, breathe without thinking about it, Richie's, Richo said being present to the moment, uh, and Johnny again saying thinking too hard, that's all the macro tactics of why it's a huge red flag of what you're trying to do. When you say, I try to match her breath, but after a couple of breaths, it feels as if I'm breathing too fast or too slow. So to even be aware of that, you are having to logically process that. 
and therein lies the issue. On a macro level, you're up in here, and you're not in here. Too much doing, not enough being. So, I, as I described, as I described in my guided meditations album in the sexual energy track, sexual energy is like a waterfall. I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast. What intercepts a waterfall? Self. What does a self look like? A giant wooden log in the middle of that stream. Water can't get through. Got a nice old block. So you wonder why that you can't get it? It doesn't seem to work. Breathing too fast, breathing too slow. Can't seem to match it. On a macro level, you're blocking the flow. Right, if, you're having, if you're thinking about that in the moment, and if you're analyzing, am I too fast, am I too slow? Yeah. You're in that mind. I don't need your mind. Neither does she. So learn to turn off. Learn to close your programs down. Access the program that's already available to you. It's called the present moment. Finally, micro. Did any of you address the micros? Ah, yes. Sean attempted to address the micro, yet didn't quite. Uh, so when Sean said, don't let her take the lead, question mark. Again, Sean. No need for question marks. It's a safe space. Just own your answer. If you're not sure, just say I'm not sure, but I think this. Or if I don't know, if he's not, if you don't know, say I don't know, but I think this. But these question marks, these question marks speak to your confidence in your answers and who you are. So own what you say. Ski. Uh, okay. So when he said, "Don't let her take the lead." Question mark. Let's say we remove that question mark and Sean had just said, don't let her take the lead or just don't let her take the lead. There we go. Don't let her take the lead. He'd still not be correct, but he's in the right ballpark. So, Sean, it's not about not letting her take the lead. Like that's way too aggressive. It's way too aggressive a mindset, way too competitive, way too uh, combative of a mindset of that you're fighting her for lead and fighting her for frame. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. We are working in commune with her. We are working together as one. Okay, so it's not so much about who's in control, like fighting for the control of the lead. Please let that leave your mind. Please like let, let that go. If you should have more harmony and peace in your interactions and within yourself. But to the concept of lead as a micro. That's where you're in the right ballpark. So, Satir, macros already addressed. Let's address the micro. In your micros of, don't understand this breathing in sync. I try to match her breath, but after a couple breaths, it feels as though I'm, I'm breathing too fast or too slow. Hopefully it sits. Hopefully I don't even need to finish this sentence. I will for those that don't get it. In case you don't get it. You're attempting to match her breath. Satir, in a dance between two beings, how many people can lead? How many people can follow? If you're not leading, you are. If you're not following, you are. In a breathing synchronized moment between two, or if that's what we're looking for anyway. Only one person can set the pace. Only one person can follow the pace. Perfect for the topic of this social Q&A. 
If you're attempting to match her breath, of course you're too fast. You're too slow. Albeit, oh, just putting aside all the macro issues of you over-processing, over-analyzing logicality, too many programs open, putting that to the side, just the physiological tactics of that you're trying to match her breath, so of course you're too fast or too slow. So then you might flip it and then go, okay, I get that. But then how would she ever come into synchronicity with me if she's trying to... Uh, uh, <laughs> how does how is that sentence about to end, huh? That sentence is about to end like, well, how is she coming to synchronization with me if she's trying to... M- she's not, is she? She's not, is she? She's not doing anything. How does a woman come into synchronicity with your breath? She doesn't. She doesn't. She is, but she doesn't. Sinking? Breathe it in. I tell you this, Satir. I have practiced the ritual sexual dance of just breathing with a woman all night, entire night, countless times, times I cannot even begin to put a number on. Many a times when I was learning it, fucked it up, completely fucked it. Very similar to you, actually. Thinking about it, I was trying to analyze her breathing rate. I was trying to breathe in sync with her. I was trying to match her pace. Fucked it up every time I did that. Didn't take me long to work out why, though. I mean, you know, five, six times. But then, a moment happens. But I just let go of having to match her pace, having to think about her pace. And I just breathe. And what happens when we just breathe? Program closed down. Program closed down. Living place closed down. Over analytical nature closing down. Need for success closing down. Egoic attachments closing down. Everything closing down. As if the grid power line to the city has just been shut down. You see that as all the lights go down. And when all the lights go down, and I just am, allows her to just be. And when two beings can just be, if they are in sexual alignment, predicated on, breathing breathing rate comes together, heart rate comes together. So in your very attempt to attempt to match her breathing rate, you stop yourself from. In your very attempt to get into synchronized heart and breathing, you stop it from happening. All you had to do was just breathe yourself because what that would have done, close all your programs down, allow you to access the only program needed, which isn't even yours. It's the one that's already operating always and forever. It's called the present moment. And if sexual energy is reciprocated, if that's the key asterisk, then you two naturally come into alignment. It's how human beings work. The masculine and feminine energy are designed to dance. Right? Dance is a flow. Have you ever seen two people who, who either don't know how to dance or, or just aren't in the same wavelength or alignment together? It just looks cringy. It's like, what are they doing? Have... Suge. Kakui. You guys probably couldn't hear that. I just realized. Maybe you did. There's a super loud motorbike, like a super bike just went by. 
Kawasaki 9000. Anyways, the, uh, I don't know if that's actually what it was, but. Anyways, all I was trying to say there was, uh, if you guys have ever watched, listen, Satya, this would be great homework for you. All you need to do is go onto YouTube and type in uh, Latin 12-year-old. Let me get it for you. I can get it for you because it's this video in particular because this will show you that it's not an age thing and that it's an energy thing. Uh, 12-year-old, 12-year-old Latin Amazing Dance. Let me just get the name of the video for you here. Okay, here's the name of the video. It's called Amazing Kid. Just type this into YouTube. Amazing Kid, 13 years old, dancing salsa social. It's a two-minute 51 video. And it's a it's a live venue where it's like a live club, salsa club, and it's this thirteen year old. I thought I won't get. Oh no! Don't play that ad! Don't play that ad! <laughs> That's an ad that's playing right now. Hold on, I'll give you guys that. Okay. Okay. Let's see what I put this on. You guys see this? So that's the video. I know you're not going to be able to hear it though, I will see it that great. But it's a 13-year-old who's dancing with a fully mature woman. Yet, he's effortless, flow. Just, she's she's following, he's leading. Oh, he's so comfortable. But what this is, this is literally what we're talking about. Absolute synchronicity. Absolute synchronicity between that. Uh, the title of it was Amazing Kid, 13 Years Old, Dancing Salsa Social. He's the 13-year-old of like this fully mature woman. She's having an amazing time. Hopefully YouTube doesn't pull this video because I played that. Um, that'd be really unfortunate. And uh, we'll learn for next time anyway. Anyways, Satir, all you have to do is go and study that video. And what you see in that is that he's not present. Whoever he thinks he is, not present. Whoever she thinks she is, not present. That's just two beings in the flow. That's just masculine energy in the flow. While, and actually, what's interesting in that is that there is probably some etikum, modicum of sexual polarity. While they are, he is very young, you can actually see it in their faces. Um, that if, if society didn't deem certain rules, that this would be on between the two. Which no one likes to hear, but let's be honest, guys. Let's be honest, we achieve sexual maturity much, much younger than the legal statute says so. Uh, it's, it's like one of the biggest contradictions, actually, in society, in which that you're not allowed to have sex till you're 18, yet they teach sex ed at 13, because that's when it's happening. <laughs> you know? Oh, boy. Oh, mama. I, I'm not disagreeing with it, but, you know, it's like, it's just interesting. I, I'm, all, I'm all about social dynamics, guys. You know this. So... Satir, hope that, that sorts you out. So anyways, what's the wrap up there for you, Satir? Macro, uh, learn to close down your programs. Learn to join the present moment, which is already there for you. Excellent. On the micro, don't try to match her pace. The very attempt to do that stops you from doing that. So you just sit into the present moment, allow alignment. If sexual energy is there, and let's be honest, mate, if you, you shouldn't even be attempting to do this if there isn't a reciprocation of sexual energy. So that's why I shouldn't even have to say it, but it's predicated on there being a reciprocation of sexual energy. If there is, and you both access the present moment, bang, heart rate and breathing rate are on point. At least in that moment. Of course, when you get into vigorous sexual exercise, things are going to go all over the place, but that's not what we're talking about. Physical physical, physical shit, the PPM. Okay, who are we up to next? Uh... So I think there was some stuff before Satir. 
I think Rich or had a question before Satir. Maybe we'll make that the last question if that's the last question. Otherwise, guys, we'll start to wrap it up here. And I think I'll make Richo's the last question then. It feels a bit strange though because we always do four-hour sessions. How long have we been going for? I've always been going for three hours. Short session. <laughs> Short session, bro. Uh, okay, so we'll make this. If Richo's is not the final question, I think it is. I think he just had a question before us. Or at least had some comments. Let me get to it. Oh, Satir also had a follow-up question saying, if the answer is that I should lead, how would I do that? Is there a timing I should keep? Oh, we've already addressed that. Answered already. Okay, Richo coming off this daily scheduling question saying, he gave me some more context saying, yeah, like for example, 6 a.m. I meditate. And thanks for going, going in about my statement rather than question. Well, I haven't... Well, I haven't been out much over the last two years on the regular. My sister was in hospital last year and this year COVID. So I have really went from edging on advanced to back to immediate because lack of action and more importantly, my mind frame. Okay. Okay. So not even a question, just a commentary on your current life state. So I wish the best for your sister, my friend. So we said your sister. I get that. Yeah, your sister was in hospital. So I wish the best for her and, and for you as well. And I would also let go of, uh, I mean, I hope that you're not, hopefully you're not attached too much to this concept of being advanced uh, or intermediate. It sounds like you are a little bit though. So I would highly recommend that you let go of this idea of advanced or intermediate in the journey. That's why I use the clock face. When I'm coaching clients, when I'm coaching you guys in the live chats, I've got an entire social Q&A that fully explains the concept of the clock face of social dynamics. It's literally called the full journey of social dynamics. The clock face, it's probably like 15 episodes ago maybe. And I go through from 12 to 3, unconscious incompetence, 3 to 6, conscious incompetence, 6 to 9, conscious competence, and then finally the final quarter, unconscious competence being nine to 12. And I feel like that's a much better way of yardsticking where you are in the journey in terms of your skill set, because then you're not so, it's very, it's hard to get attached to that. But these words such as beginner, intermediate, advanced, as long as you're using them very casually, like I'd be very careful with you attaching yourself to being an intermediate or being advanced, right? Same goes for being nine to 12 or but you can see it's hard to get to s- attached to saying uh, I'm somewhere 9 to 12. It's hard to get attached to that. That's why I like the clock face because it's far more specific. It's way more allowing for degrees of growth within it. Whereas there's no degree of growth within intermediate or advanced. It's just you're either intermediate or advanced, which is not true. Like this doesn't describe anyone. Right? You're going to be somewhere between the clock face of operating because you can be somewhere on 12 or you could be two or you could be five. You could be seven. You know, you know what I'm saying? So maybe just some some work to do to reframe your mind there. Okay, so if there wasn't any other questions, uh, that's where we're going to pop out. So, oh, we actually just got a super chat from Sean, Sean Jackson. And Sean was here new last week. So thank you very much, Sean. I appreciate that. Of $1.99 saying, I appreciate your insight and agree 100%. Fish to dragon. Beauty. I like that reference of fish to dragon, Sean. Thank you. Uh, Sean, uh, if you have a question specifically, I'm more than happy to dive in. I've got some, because uh, Super Chats, I always bump to the top. Uh, otherwise, if you don't have a question, I'll give you a little time though, just in case. I'll just do a summary. I'll start the summary now. But if during my summary, something pops up, 
just hit it and I'll definitely honor that. That super chat goes back to supporting the channel, helps us to upgrade this video quality. Now you're new to the social Q&A, so it's not going to make a huge difference to you. But for people that were here from a year ago, like we've almost done a whole year of social Q&As. And just last week, the previous, uh, like the Logitech webcam is not bad. It gets the job done, but it's nothing compared to this. And all the super chats help to uh, allow me to do that. Upgrade the shit. So Sean, uh, just let me know. Uh, Richie, Richo says, yeah, she's doing better now. Jerry says, Oyasumiye-kun, domo, for the great lessons, and otsukarasama deshita. Dou itashimashite, and arigato gozaimashita, kochirikosu. Thank you very much yourself uh, for being here, Jay. And yeah, this this session was definitely an eye-opener in terms of some work you may, to do your, may need to do yourself, maybe some reflection for yourself. What's interesting, though, is that your actual, there was one moment in this session, Jay, where you gave a description of your experience which was money in terms of breathing, but your ability to interpret that as an answer was really far off. So that's something you should look at, actually. Hmm. That's an interesting thing. Sean then comes in saying, I look forward to this journey, already watched the day threes, and we'll be watching many more. Okay, Sean, uh, that's good. I remember last time I told you about how to go out on your own and then the day threes. Yeah, and make sure that because these podcasts are super in-depth, give yourself time to... Uh, internalize and to make sure the lessons sink in and most importantly that you have time to practice them i wouldn't jump from things too quickly uh make sure you know what you're working on is what i'm saying be clear about what stage of the journey you're in and what you need to work on and if you're not clear on what stage of the journey you're in the full guide to social dynamics as to the full full explanation of the social dynamics journey whatever it's titled it's one of those titles it's not that far ago clock face is in the title the Full Journey of Social Dynamics Explained. That's the name of the title. That will help you ascertain where you are in the journey, at least of the social dynamics journey. So, uh, my friends, and Sean, if that means you don't have any other further questions, that's where we're going to wrap up the session. And just in the summary here, man, we went through four different stories. Four different stories of one guy who's absolutely nailing managing sexual pace, one guy who's making a lot of mistakes but doing really well to just push through and then two guys that are just really, really far gone in terms of their uh, attachment to psychological scarring. And one guy in particular, the other guy not as much yet to be seen, could be, if he doesn't act correctly. If he doesn't take on the advice, maybe he'd send this podcast. And uh, more, most importantly, practice and learn and execute. But there's everyone operates on a different spectrum. And that I just want to make sure those of you that feel like you're in the darkness, it's never going to be that forever. That this too shall pass if you're willing to move towards the light. Now, I was in the exact same place being so lost when it comes to sexual pace, the erectile dysfunction. It's uh, it's something I'd never wish upon the worst of worst. I'll never wish upon the worst of worst having to go through the uh, that anxiety and that nerves that comes from erectile dysfunction. So I get it and I feel you guys and that's why I felt like I had to rehash it today. And I'm glad we did because I have got a specific podcast on how to overcome sexual performance anxiety. We got real hard on ED and all that stuff. But this was uh, a great contrast and great learning for you guys in the class as well. So finally, Richo coming in saying, I'll definitely be going back out on the regs soon and travel more again. Good session, Adam. Beautiful, Richo. Yeah, can't wait to travel. Can't wait. By the way, none of you, none of you uh, were able to answer my question to you guys of what Yaisin's du Erismuk means. Um, okay, I'm not going to leave that as an Easter egg then. If none of you know what it is, fuck it. I believe it as an Easter egg. Uh, but I'll tell you this. The language is Danish. 
That's the uh, that's the language. I won't tell you what it means though, not yet. And then Sean just wrapping up saying, that's my next video to watch, beginning tips to work on, no other questions really, just showing my appreciation, your content is mind-blowing. Well, I appreciate that, Sean. Oh, and Sean, just for my context, uh, how old are you? Age and country. Don't need to tell me city or straight address, but just for my context, if you're going to be a regular in this channel, uh, it helps me to get to know you guys better. Just drop that in the chat. And so, yeah, and I'll wrap it up here and say, uh, hey, Richo said Northern Europe. Uh, it's Danish, so you got, you got, you, you're on the money with that. But uh, if you don't know Danish, you don't know what it means. I don't know Danish. I just know that phrase now because of the experience I had on the weekend. So, yeah, I really thank you guys for being here up in this journey. Uh, thank you for being along. Thank you for supporting. And until next week, Monday, when we'll do another social Q&A live, you can, of course, sign up to the Bowl Sip weekly email newsletter. It's for free. Boldoja.com. Hit me up on Instagram at Uitang1. And until then, I uh, wish you guys the absolute best. Today was a great session. Much peace and much joy. Ciao. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time. And just before you run off, don't forget, that guided meditation, Eternal Energy, has now been released, now available at boldojo.com. Dive into who you are and evolve beyond. You can also pick up the ebook, book one on one Skype coaching, all at boldojo.com. Donate anything you wish through the PayPal links or the Boldojo podcast uh, donation link. All of that's tremendously appreciated. And I'd also love your feedback on this session. Whether you want to actually, I'd most appreciate your feedback on the actual YouTube videos itself. If you go into YouTube, drop your comments there. That's probably the best way. It really just helps support the channel. And I always, uh, I actually source the next episodes of Social Q&A from the previous episodes of Q&A. I often just look at the comments and often find really good uh, ideas for topics there. So if you got a suggestion for a future Social Q&A that we can kick things off with, just head over to the YouTube channel at The Bowl and uh, drop it down there. Get engaged, subscribe to the channel, support what's going on here. And that would be uh, tremendously appreciated. With that being said, I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy.